Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. We are bringing this episode to you live in the middle of the coronavirus outbreak pandemic. COVID-19. COVID-19. Nice little pet name there. Yeah. I wonder if that will become popular. That's like a good question. Like people name their children after things. Yeah. Is, is someone going to have a COVID? COVID-19 Harris. COVID Smith. Perhaps it will encourage the birth rate. COVID-1 Harris. COVID-2. Until <laughs> <laughs> they get to 19. Yeah. Perhaps future-proof their family by COVID-24. There's bound to be. It is weird. It's a weird time. Lots of people keep asking me what I think is going to happen, like I'm Psychic Sally, or like I have an answer. I think it's also weird because we've spent the last sort of two to three years watching lots of zombie programmes on the television, and now there's a possibility of it actually coming to life and Aunt Sylvia eating your face. People are a bit like, oh, it's a bit close to home, this now. It's strange you should say that, because... It's all fun and games until someone gets bitten. I had a feeling of that. I was in a supermarket, Mm. just going about my daily shop. Shoplifting. Not a big shop, just a little shop. And there was this elderly lady standing near the shelves staring at them and she was frozen you know there's that film called woken or something no not frozen (laughs) no the one where they they're brought back to movement by taking some parkinson drug or something she was stock still just staring straight ahead at this shelf so i went up to her and said excuse me are you all right can i help and she about five or six seconds later, so it really did seem like she might be dead on her feet, and she wailed, there's no paracetamol. Oh. And I said, oh, so I was looking for her to see if there was any at the back and things, Mm. and this woman in her mid-40s came dashing up and pushed right in front of this woman and grabbed some packets of some medicines. Everyone is panic buying medicines. (gasps) They're all panic buying paracetamol. Yeah. Why wouldn't you go cold and flu? Beecham's cold and flu. I don't know. Surely that's going to have more of an impact because you've got a decongestant as well as a fever reduction element and it's got some caffeine thrown in. And they've obviously not listened to the news because they clearly say that soap gets rid of this virus. And Mm. although it's not very nice when you first suck it, (laughs) You know, and I would say washing up liquid is good because your family rent you out as a bubble machine. You know, you're breathing. If you can do that circular breathing, it's fabulous. Bubbles for everybody. But there's this real sense of panic. They started to report people panic buying, not paracetamol, the logical stuff, but of course everything it has been in the papers has been about toilet paper and pasta Mm. and people freaking out. What national emergency has ever involved pasta? Is this because they think they're going to be at home for two weeks with their children, so they're going to have to make pasta jewellery and arts and crafts? (laughs) I don't don't get it. Surely two weeks of eating nothing but pasta... Choosing one sort of pasta more than another, do you know? I mean, is I it penne know. pasta I bet or you it's spaghetti? Penne. I bet you no one's going in for spirals. No, no, no critical crisis moment 
has ever started with the sentence, we need spirally pasta. Or the small spirally pasta. Small the, spirally the mini. Pasta. The little bow tie one. Yeah. The bow tie pasta. <laughs> Can you imagine people coming home? It's all right, Sylvia. I've got it. I've got the bow tie pasta. <laughs> we'll be fine now. I don't even know what the panic's about. Perhaps they're worried because the Italians have got this and they think all pasta comes from Italy <laughs> and it's soon going to run out. Well, that would be logical. Yeah. That would make the logic stick. And the Chinese invented paper, didn't they? Or yes. Perhaps they think toilet rolls are all made in China. Well, there's been some great stuff on social media, Facebook, Instagram stuff, some really good puns going around. But one thing that did make me laugh was everyone was starting to panic by toilet rolls and all the supermarkets were reporting they'd sold out of loo rolls and there was lots of people making loo roll jokes. But one was, do you realise that actually the cardboard section in the middle of the toilet roll is made in China? So someone had put a fake batch recall on uh, <laughs> saying that the middle sections were made in Wuhan in China and it could now have exposed your derriere to the coronavirus. Yeah. So dab something warm on the affected area. And I just thought, <laughs> how many people are at home with TCP I imagine <laughs> panicking? Lots. I imagine lots. Because people don't know the difference between a virus or a bacteria. Nobody really cares. I think we've always thought the dinosaurs died out because of mass disease. I wouldn't know. This is <laughs> oh, really? modern age, oh, middle life. I, was, Not... I thought you reported live during that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... We've never seen anything like this, but we should have learnt from other species that have died out due to diseases and things like that. We're just as prone as everybody else. Mm. But there's two camps. There's people that are saying, I'll just get it, I'll man up, I'll just have a sniffle and cough for a bit and I'll be fine. And there's other people that are going, I'm shutting myself indoors, I'm not talking to anybody, I'm not breathing on anybody, I'm not going anywhere. You've got people who didn't understand the MMR vaccine so that lots of things came back because people said, I'm not going to inoculate my child. And that was against that. measles, mumps and rubella, wasn't it? Yeah. You've got people who don't understand what's going on. When the public in health... In general. Yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> my so. My mother-in-law would be a classic example. <laughs> oh, is your mother-in-law my mother-in-law? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds similar. Well, don't confuse me with facts. I just know. Yes. There was a storyline on EastEnders 18 years ago. Vaguely. Maureen at the day centre yeah. told me it, so yeah. it must have been true because She'd her brother was a doctor in 1946. <laughs> <laughs> Other doctors must be raking the money in. They get all these experts on social media and on the radio, and this, that and the other. One of them said something and somebody said, that sounds very much like ordinary influenza that you're talking about. And he's like, well, yes, well, they, it's a similar thing. You think, but again, you've got two camps. You've got doctors saying, be warned, we're all going to die. Got Which the is other true, side by the way. Things. Just a disclaimer. Well, that is factual. That is true. That is factual. Yeah. And then in the other camp, you've got, it's really like a cold and you should treat it like like a cold. And I think this is what's causing the panic. You're not getting one straight answer from anybody. But even if you had, people wouldn't know it. They say it's important we tell the public so they can understand the facts. And you think, since when did the public <laughs> understand facts? Look at Brexit. The last thing they want are the facts. I was hanging around outside Tesco's the other Again. day. And, uh, I thought they talked to you about <laughs> that. Well, uh, since they took the tag off, <laughs> it's been so much freedom. I was hanging around there and just in the outer part of Tesco's, there's newspapers. Yeah. And I haven't bought a newspaper for, I can't remember when, but a long, long time. Mm. And loads of people came up buying it. But the headlines were things like rationing necks, scaremongering. It feels a bit warlike, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, the World War II, where food was rationed, yeah. supplies were rationed. 
Groupon's got an awful lot of toilet roll offers on at the moment. Have they? Yes, because Groupon's clever. Groupon never commits to a delivery date. Uh, so I reckon there's people that have spent a fortune on thousands and thousands of loo rolls and they won't get until October when this law is blown over. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to be opening their front door going, I'm sorry, what? How many? <laughs> there's something very wrong with human beings that they need toilet rolls. Oh, I just thought it was really interesting that that, in an emergency, the British public cling to their bums. Yeah. <laughs> that what? was the thing. Is, is it, it because worldwide? they think they can't blow their noses? Is it because they think that they're going to get the trots? Yeah. I couldn't work it out. It was only the other day when our child, who's going through that process of using the whole loo roll each time he goes to the toilet, <laughs> and then one day, not only had he finished off a toilet roll, he'd also used up probably half a box of tissues. And the and dog. Yes. I said, the thing is, he doesn't understand the difference between loo roll and tissues that you blow your nose on. You know, one's designed to disintegrate and one's designed to stay together. Mm. And my wife said, well, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people probably think they're just the same. So they just grab a bit of toilet roll, blow the nose on it, thinking it's the same as tissue, just a different shape. Mm. But it's not, is it? But why would you need? This was the perplexing thing, right? None of the doctors said that you got a bad intestines or anything like that it's not like stomach flu you get cold like symptoms you have a terrible cough and the virus attacks your lungs Mm. so what are you going to do pad it with toilet paper you can't make your own little masks have you seen the masks i've seen various mock-ups of masks. people have been using sanitary towels (laughs) (laughs) they've been using half a melon yeah I love that. I love the fact that people in China, who had obviously been self-isolating, had a lot of time on their hands, went, I've had half a melon. Yeah. What do you want to do about it? Well, it's half a melon there. What can we use that for? They've been using bra cups. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, And an orange. There was a picture of a guy with an orange over his mouth. Oh, breast picture. I think that was some sort of sex act. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a picture this week of a guy with a stick which had loads of discarded masks. Hong Kong, it was. A lot of islands around Hong Kong. The beaches are awash with discarded masks. We've got the climate. putting them in a bin. Exactly. We've got this climate crisis going on where we're trying yeah. to deal with plastics and then this virus comes along and people apparently use masks and instead of putting it in a bin, disposing of it, they just throw it any old way and it washes away in the sea and Unless ends up on the beach. Unless they were trying to wash them in the sea to resell them. No, there's a lot of masks washing up. So... I think people just don't get it, really. I don't, none of us get it. I think we are frightened of the unknown. There's no way I'd throw a mask away. In fact, I've still got my El Zorro well, mask. You... El Zorro mask when I was oh, 12. Lord. <laughs> not if you can interchange the sanitary towels and give it many, many, many more uses. <laughs> it's strange. It's making people behave weirdly. No, I think they're behaving par for the course. I think the humans. <laughs> do you, I think do you so. expect this from I do. humans? I do, absolutely do. I mean, smoking. What sort of person in 2020 would be a smoker? Mm. Everybody knows it's going to kill you. It's going to be horrible. My wife says about how... When she was on one of the wards, a woman had had to have a uh, tracheotomy, you know, Mm. a hole in her neck. And she was a heavy smoker, the reason for having to have the operation. And when she came round, she lit a cigarette and put it to the hole in her neck. We can be, you know, slightly self-centred maybe and act self-centred. But this does feel very much like The Walking Dead. Mm. You know, you go to London, it's empty. You go to restaurants and there's you and four other people. 
people aren't traveling. I'm used to that, actually, <laughs> when I go to a restaurant with our mates. They're often full at the start. And then as soon as you arrive, they've all gone. Yeah. People are frightened to go to the supermarket. Yeah. Older people are frightened. They think this is going to kill them. Well, well I look don't at think social it media. It does, uh, social media doesn't help. And Boris Johnson then came on TV and said it's going to impact tens of thousands of people. And he said, you are going to lose more loved ones. Mm -hmm. I yeah. don't know if he was expecting us to write names down. <laughs> or, you know, which one would you be happy to lose now? Well, as long as they're not humans, I don't mind. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I really do love the little pot of dafts that come up every year. I would be so sad to lose them. But I don't understand how COVID-19 is going to do away with my little pot well, of dafts. Then there's rumours that we can pass it on to our animals. Yeah, that's because a dog somewhere was tested positive with uh, COVID-19 mm. around its mouth and they said it's probably just licked something mm. or whatever. There was a picture of someone with a mask on their cat. Yeah? Yeah, which was the first part of weird until you got to the fact that they were in the middle of a street and the cat was on a lead. Weird. You were mentioning Groupon, that was mask on, was it? <laughs> <laughs> but if you're a business, how are you supposed to project what your sales are going to be if you're in the toilet roll business or you're selling these masks or you're selling hand sanitizer? for the next three years, because this is such an unreal spike, your projections are never going to be right again. Well, if you've got any sense, you'll sell the business come <laughs> October, November. <laughs> you'll have made such a killing on COVID-19 and somebody else will say, wow, you're making this much a year? And yeah, sorry. Yeah. People are selling hand sanitizer on eBay. Yeah, people are giving instructions how to make hand sanitizer. Really? Yeah. There's yeah. alcohol in hand sanitizer. Drinking alcohol isn't strong enough because, you know, vodka is only so many things. <laughs> Just asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, apparently they get ethanol or something, you know, the uh, cleaning mm -hmm. uh, type alcohol, add it to the gel and that does the job just as well. Oh. Apparently. But people are stealing it. They're stealing it from hospitals. Yeah, from the end of people's beds. Just shows us a really wide range of people's attitudes. They need that hospital bed and have stolen <laughs> sanitizer. <laughs> I mean, why would you do that? Especially because until COVID-19, a lot of people just probably didn't touch soap or everything, you know, well, once this is, a day. I'm, I'm going to ask you this, right? So the first one, the first things to sell out was hand soap. And of course, the big question is... What were people doing before? Yeah. What were they washing their hands with? Because yeah. if you're all out panic buying hand soap now, that tells me you weren't washing your hands before or you weren't buying hand soap before. Or are you stockpiling hand soap? Are yeah. you bathing in it now? What's, what's going on? With my Howard Hughes mentality of many years, I've stockpiled all of these things for many years. So we've got tons of it up in the loft. I'm now saving up for an aircraft company. <laughs> I'm, I'm in those footsteps of <laughs> Mr Hughes. What were they doing? What were they washing their hands with? I don't like to think. No. I don't think they were. I think a lot of men certainly felt it was best not to wash their hands, almost like I'll naturally be clean. There was a man's magazine once I was reading where it was saying about how often do you have to wash your jeans? And the advice from their panel of experts was you never wash jeans. I asked never. my male work colleagues when I worked in a bank how many times they washed their suit trousers. Because when I wear a suit, I will wash the trousers after every time I've worn them. Okay. Some of them had had these suits for years and never washed the yeah. trousers. Yeah. My friend who used to go swimming every single day, mm. and at the end of the year, I noticed that his towel, when it was hung up over a radiator, <laughs> seemed to be a bit cardboardy. He had to break using a stick. That's <laughs> the one. And I said, how often do you wash your towel? And he said, I don't. And I said... 
Well, you're just re-rubbing bacteria back and on he, yourself, surely. He said, it's just water. Because he's been swimming, he was just drying himself. His concept was he was just taking water off his body. No concept of the... Is this a know, view of you having particularly stinky friends? Or is this a view that... No. Is this is a male thing? Is it a female? Well, no, it's a misunderstanding and a lack of interest, I think, of a, hmm. not wanting to understand. Like, don't confuse me. I enjoy simple things. I don't want to know about this. And you think, this is simple. Somebody I knew, I was sitting down for dinner and Which their dog... good, because standing up for dinner can sometimes make others uncomfortable. Yeah, so it's a modern way. You know, it's, it happens in offices. You have stand-up desks, don't you? So <laughs> you sort of have it for... <laughs> yeah, but if everyone else is sitting down, you know the only one standing up. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to do that tonight. When the family get together at the table, you just stand up. <laughs> See what they do. I'll do where go. Do you need the toilet? No. No, I'm fine. Um, <laughs> and her dog came up, licked my hand, mm. and as I lifted my hand, there was like drool hanging mm. down from my hand. So I said, oh, I'll just go and wash my hands. Wash my hands. I came back. As I'm just shuffling the chair in again, the dog came up and did the self-same thing. There's drool hanging down. So I said, I'll just, I'm just popping to wash my hands. And they're like, you've just done it. Oh, you're just too clean. And I said, yeah, well, the thing is that the dog just licked my hand. The owner said, it's only water. This is the so same bloke who's got the towel. No, no. That's so funny, I'm sure yeah. That, yeah. He was a young bloke and this was um, sort of a lady in her 50s. I've always carried hand sanitizer. I've yeah. always washed my hands after using, not in the toilet, but I've on a regular basis. I've never been afraid basis. to lick your hands. <laughs> I'm worried about the drool. Um, <laughs> between, when, even when I'm cooking, between handling different types of food products, I always wash my hands. Some people have accused me of being overzealous, I'll be honest, mm -hmm. but I would rather be overzealous about that than underzealous. And touch wood, very rarely do I get poorly. Yeah, I tend to be over the top. I've had conversations with a guy who works in the health, in National Health Service, mm. and we've had conversations about the lack of hygiene of people not washing their hands and using door handles and what do you do? Do you follow these people cleaning in their wake? I've just got visions of people sat at home, right, and they've got five different flavours of pump soap dispenser pump in front of them and they're going, right, well, what do we do now, Val? I don't know. I don't. I can't read the instructions. Yeah, that's small print. Yeah. <laughs> what does this say? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you've never seen... Well, oh, I don't get it. It's soap. At the end of the day, there's soaps in every toilet that you go to. There's every restaurant, everywhere there's hand sanitizer. Why is this now becoming so... But the big argument uh, about soaps was um, they'd, you had to have the liquid soap because mm. it's convenient. Mm -hmm. And you had to have the one that was antibacterial, which isn't dealing with a virus directly. But they do work against the virus, but so do the non-bacterial soaps. Yeah. And yeah. the bar of soap, they all work. But you go into Tesco's, so all the bars of soaps are still there, the yeah. solid. All the liquids have gone. And all the um, ordinary liquid soaps that aren't antibacterial. Do you think there is a generation that has no idea how to use a solid soap? And also the people that come in, so let's pretend they've got a virus on their hand and they operate the dispenser of the soaps and now the virus is on the pump and they then wash their hands, the next person comes, uses that pump, the virus is on there, you know. Mm. Anybody showing you're transferring... Yeah, absolutely. ...things around. The other thing I've noticed that it's brought out in people is a bit of racism. And let's be honest, nobody wants a bit of racism. No, I certainly don't. I had enough of people saying, you're from Grimsby, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, it's just a taunt. I went to a bar the other night, you know, just the usual hangout, somewhere I sometimes frequent. OK. The this Savoy. Is a... um, <laughs> I was in the Savoy. And the lovely 
man in the bar there having a nice chat with him. He was Italian. And I said, people... Si. Yeah. <laughs> Showing off your it's my Spanish, yes. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> and I said, I said to him, what's it been like for you? Because everyone keeps a lot of tourists in there asking him questions. He said, I've had people that won't shake my hand as soon as they find out I'm Italian. Like, we created the virus and we've been responsible for releasing it. Mm. So, again, it's this whole, oh, Well, a lot of people won't shake hands. they don't shake hands. Oh, no, I, you have to elbow pump each other now. You have to elbow now. or air slap or something, so you don't actually... <laughs> uh, talking of air, though, back to washing your hands yeah. in the public toilets, the idea of paper towels, the old argument, paper towels versus the blowy hand dryers. Yes. People say, if you haven't washed your hands properly and you go under one of those air dryers, yeah. it's sort of like droplets all over the place and you've got the virus dispersing everywhere. You're not helping people's panic levels, Graham, by the way. Well, the paper (laughs) towels, supposedly, they work and you dry it and you just, as long as you pop it in the wastebasket. Don't you think we should be living our lives as if COVID-19 is coming tomorrow for all of us anyway? We should be making the most of the time that we're here rather than suddenly panic buying toilet rolls, pasta and hand soap. Yes, and there's something strange about this whole COVID-19 business because it's not killing or injuring as many people as lots of other things. Mm. There are car crashes around the world, smoking. Orange, orange fetish sex. (laughs) Ordinary flu, different types of colds going around. And if people have got some underlying health problem, those things can be fatal for them. Mm. But this one, it's taken the world markets down, affected people's wealth, people locking themselves in. What's going on? It's almost like they haven't told us a key part yes. of this. Something like... The oh, mortality rate. Well, I, I was thinking more... The real figures. I was thinking a mystical dog uh, can smell out anybody with COVID-19 that comes along and eats them. And they don't tell you that because if they told you that, you would panic. But... Without that, why is everybody getting to such a heated state about things? This podcast was recorded before the world came to an end. (laughs) Graham and I would like to thank you for listening to the last two seasons of our podcast. May we all rest in peace and we'll see you on Uranus. (laughs) Modern Aged Middle Life was brought to you by Graham Jarvis and Emily Baum.